What does the Department of Health and Human Services' former top HIPAA enforcer make of some of the latest cybersecurity and breach trends we've been seeing in the healthcare sector? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with attorney Leon Rodriguez, a partner of the law firm Seiferth Shaw. Leon was most recently director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services at the Department of Homeland Security from 2014 to 2017, but prior to that, he served for several years as director of HHS's Office for Civil Rights, also under the Obama administration. Leon will be speaking to us about some of the most pressing trends he sees related to health data privacy and security and HIPAA enforcement. So now, Leon, first of all, congratulations on your new partner position at the law firm. What is it like to be transitioning back into life in the private sector? Well, it's a particularly interesting time to be doing it. Many of the areas in in which I work, including the health information, privacy and security area are, are sort of top shelf right now. There's a lot of focus on them. And so there's been a lot of immediate interest, a lot of immediate dialogue about these areas. So it's exciting, actually, to be back in the private sector at this time. So, Leon, I understand that at the law firm, you'll be involved with immigration-related law, but also in health information, privacy, and security-related law. Can you tell us a little bit about the sort of work that you expect to be doing at the firm, especially as it relates to privacy and security matters in the healthcare sector? Sure. And and actually, the way my practice is is shaping up, it will be equal parts immigration and healthcare. In fact, healthcare, including both security and privacy, and also fraud and abuse, where I've worked for many years. And uh, I think given the the larger environment that we've been seeing in the world where cybersecurity, not just in healthcare, but in all kinds of areas, is really of such heightened concern, that I think we're going to be spending a lot of time here supporting healthcare providers who've had breaches, want to report and remedy those breaches, uh, working with providers who are subjects of enforcement actions, and probably above all, working with providers to really develop the sort of security and privacy compliance environment that really will provide their patients the assurance that their information is actually safe. So, Leon, while you were director at OCR, what frustrated you the most when it came to how the healthcare sector approached protecting patient data privacy and security? And do you get the sense that the industry is getting any better in terms of the seriousness of their efforts to protect patient data, especially as this cyber threat landscape is quickly evolving? I think the thing that that I I found, you know, I wouldn't say frustrating because I don't frustrate so easily, but I think an important challenge, and I think it's one that, that continues and one that ebbs and flows, is the idea that the security and privacy of health information is somehow in tension with the optimal health care. Uh, for patients, that somehow it, it risks undermining quality of care. In fact, the entire architecture of HIPAA, of security and privacy law, is really that it, it, it be designed in a way that really promotes the best interests of the patient. Uh, and in fact, a, a trust in the, in the privacy and security of health information is actually a critical element of patients actually feeling comfortable seeking health care, being fully forthcoming to their providers. So that, I would say, is, is, remains an ongoing challenge in the healthcare world. 
So, Leon, as you mentioned, we have been seeing lots of different sorts of cyber attacks and security breaches in the healthcare sector, but also in other sectors, such as the alleged Russian hacking on the National Democratic Committee, as well as the latest WikiLeaks dump of CIA secrets. Based on what you see happening, what troubles you the most in, in terms of its potential impact on the healthcare sector? Well, I think that the thing that's troubling is that the hackers get more and more capable. They're getting better and better at what they do, which means that the information security community, whether it's healthcare or anywhere else, really needs to be sharpening its game. And that's something that it's doing. That's something that, you know, certainly we were working on not only at the Department of Health and Human Services, but over at the Department of Homeland Security. One of the areas of important focus was really working with the private sector to fortify its cybersecurity platform. And I think one of the things that that have become really uh, come into stark relief in the last couple of years is the idea that hackers are not just identity thieves. They're not just looking to hack in for the purpose of bringing financial harm to the potential victims, but it can also be potential reputational harm, it could be extortion and blackmail. It could be part of government espionage type activity. And so that really illustrates, and, and that includes health information. And that illustrates how important it really is to have strong risk assessments, strong risk mitigation strategies, and to really be using the HIPAA roadmap as a way to really protect people's information. So, Leon, speaking of HIPAA, do you think HIPAA compliance is enough to keep the healthcare sector's entities protected against today's evolving risks and threats? The HIPAA security rule, for instance, was written years ago before a lot of these risks and threats that we see today emerge. Do you think that the security rule might need to be updated, perhaps? I think part of the genius, actually, of HIPAA and the way the regulations have been drawn and amended over the years is really the fact that it's adaptable and scopable to different circumstances, different types of healthcare instrumentalities. So from that respect, well, I think there's there's always room for modification. I'm sure there will be modification. In fact, as it exists, it provides a roadmap for optimizing the security of information, but it's only a roadmap. And in fact, there are a number of other choices that entities need to make to really, truly, and genuinely protect the security of their patients' information. So I think there is work to be done that goes beyond the very broad requirements of the security rule in particular in order to really fully protect patient information. And Leon, over the last year or so, OCR has been ramping up its HIPAA enforcement activities, including signing a few record number multi-million dollar settlements, rolling out phase two of the HIPAA compliance audit program that was first piloted in 2011 and 2012. Do you think OCR is headed in the right direction with the pace of its latest HIPAA enforcement activity and why? I think it, it, you know, if you look over time from what the state of play was when I became director, how we evolved while I was director, and then what occurred under director Jocelyn Samuels, we have absolutely been evolving in the right direction. And so as each year comes, the level of enforcement activity is greater and greater. And what's important, it's interesting, I was, I've been, I've been reading lately as I get back into the private sector, reading a lot lately about the recent settlements. And I see where commentators identify 
trends, you know, things that they see as trends. And one of them, curiously, was the focus in the settlements on risk assessment. Well, the fact is that the question of risk assessment has always been an issue from the very beginning of HIPAA enforcement, and it's going to continue to be one for the future. That said, one of the things that I think is important about the settlements that you've been seeing over time is the diversity of affected sections of the HIPAA security and privacy rules, different that you have different violations in different cases. And that's an indicator that really providers need to be watching the whole waterfront. They really need to be looking at all aspects of compliance. They need to be looking at risk assessment, risk mitigation, but they also need to be looking at their business associate relationships. They need to be looking at self-audits. There is a broad variety of things that need to be really active parts of their HIPAA compliance program in order really to avoid enforcement. And that actually shows how important enforcement is because as I always stated when I was director, the fact is enforcement breeds compliance. And so the more you have these cases, the more that's something that's seen by the rest of the industry and is really understood in and of itself as a roadmap for what they need to be doing to really be in compliance. And finally, Leon, what does your gut tell you with the new administration's stated goal of rolling back regulations in general? Do you think OCR's HIPAA enforcement momentum will be slowed at all? And what would you like to see in terms of OCR's health information, privacy and security related activities looking ahead? Well, I think it's really still too early to tell. I I think there are significant signs uh, that this administration, on the one hand, is certainly very suspicious of regulation and the burdens that regulation imposes. But if you look at the structures that the administration is actually setting up for itself, uh, the cybersecurity order that President Trump issued and the manner in which he is holding his cabinet-level heads accountable for the cybersecurity of the information held and used by each cabinet agency, that gives you a suggestion of how they're going to be treating the private sector, whether it's in healthcare or in other cybersecurity areas. And I think that's actually a good sign that, in fact, cybersecurity, the privacy and security of information are actually going to be priorities for this new administration. I think the big thing that I would like to see, and I know that it's something that OCR itself really wants to see, is for the OCR audit program to really go into full operation. I know that there were another round of pilots. There were a series of desk audits that were done. I think the reports are about to reach the subjects of those those audits either have reached them or are about to reach them. But that really should be now sort of give the information needed to really build what is in, in fact a permanent audit program. I think that's going to be something that's very beneficial both to OCR's program, but also to providers because I think it's going to give them even more detailed sense of What are the compliance issues that matter, both to OCR, but more importantly, what are the compliance issues that matter matter for patients' confidence in the privacy and security of their information? So that's probably, if I had to declare one major priority that I think is important for the government for the future, it's really to get that audit program fully up and running. Thanks, Leon. I've been speaking to Leon Rodriguez. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.